coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School, sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Again, happy Wednesday. We appreciate you hanging with us on Old School today. It's the coach, Kenny Wilhite, in with us, uh, giving, giving that Coach Wilhite talk, man. It's good stuff. Nick Gates uh, from the Huskers and from the Commanders joined us earlier. Box running the board, 402-464-5685. Sarder Heyman text line, Honda Lincoln Hotline. You want to be a part of what we're doing? We're live on the Sarder Heyman live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Ah, we want to thank the folks from the Mercado. They take care of us. They made their feed us good, the best steak, the best meat, uh, and you know, pretty good restaurant, Casa Bovina. If you're looking for a spot for a special night out, go back to the uh, Honda Lincoln Hotline. But first, Bach, if you would please hit this man's music. Here's a guy that gives them more depth at UNLV. Everett Gray brings nine points off the bench for Coach Tarkanian. In less than 20 minutes of play in a game. Here he'll have a chance. Oh, as he goes up for the dunk, Miller takes a piece of the arm. Two. Two on Miller now. Team foul number five. Here's another basketball player with a baseball background. He was a third-round pick of the Astros in 87 was Everett Gray. Let's bring him in. Everett Gray, man, appreciate you making time for me and Candy today. What's happening with you? None. You are hilarious. <laughs> you are I'm, I'm so glad you know funny, that. I'm glad you know that. Oh, yeah. And he's not even trying. He's just naturally <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> No, we were talking. We were talking about UNLV, and uh, so Uh-oh. let me let me preface it. So it started with the discussion over between Steve Alford and Bobby Hurley. Who would you take? Mm-hmm. Who would you take? Mm-hmm. And you I said, me? I said, well, no, this is what Kenny asked me, and I said oh. I would take Bobby Hurley. I said, not for nothing, undersized, underskilled but just dog tough and led Duke to the greatest upset in NCAA history. And, of course, it came to UNLV. Kenny then immediately went into his recruiting uh, trip out there and said some things. And I said, listen, first of all, one thing I know is that if you took a recruiting trip to UNLV, of all the people that we know that have taken recruiting trips to UNLV, I know zero, none. That accepted nothing of what UNLV offered and what the matter offered. <laughs> Kenny, go ahead and share the story. And he just met one because I, I'm, I was a football recruit, 1990. They had a coaching change on the football staff. Mm-hmm. And I flew out there, and the head coach personally picked me up in his Cadillac. The other guys yeah. had to get on a van. And he took me to a meeting, and there was some – you know, some stuff being talked about and, you know, and, and so forth. And 
when mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm from the inner city in St. Louis, grew up, it was 26 of us in one house. So when that person put that on the table, I had never seen that much and thought I'd never see that much in my lifetime. And I basically told what? him, I basically told him, no, but let me visit with my parents, knowing it wasn't, you know, legal to do. Uh, so mm-hmm. he's he's basically giving me a hard time because he said I'm the only one that, <laughs> that never accepted anything from UNLV. Everett, sir. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> and I know you were still what? under you were under uh, living witness protection, so that there are certain things that would never be said because you like starting your car in the morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's real. <laughs> so. Um, I already know the football coach. I know you're talking about um, you, you, that. Ha- it happens. I'm going to say it happens everywhere. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, back then UNLV football was not. There was they was okay. There was mm-hmm. they went to a bowl game like twice when I was there for four years. They went to two bowl games and um, they had Keenan McCardo that time. Yep. Uh, I want to say they had Hunky Cooper. Um, and they had some, they had some solid players that actually played at the next level. But I already know the coach, and I already know what color that Cadillac was. <laughs> and let's just put it this way: if, you know, if our football team is getting it in like that, what do you think is going on in other sports? So I told them the story. He took me to you guys' practice, uh-huh. and I pull up, and there's a BMW, a Lexus, you know, Mercedes, and I'm like, coach. You know, who cars are those? He goes, oh, them the players' cars. I'm like, what? And he goes, yeah. He goes, that guy you just left. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So that's as far as I'm going to take it. Uh, hey, I was a huge fan of you guys. And mm-hmm. then he brought up the fact that that, that Duke beat y'all. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, he says, I got my man on the phone. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> so what I was telling him was, there's no way Duke should have beat y'all. We know what took place during that game. Come on, bro. What happened? Them, what them, happened? Them guys, what do you think them guys, them zebras. I mean, I oh yeah, I mean, you know, um, the other thing too, man. Grant Hill was pretty good. He was a freshman. Yeah. He, was a, he was a really good player. He was a difference between the year before. I mean, like that. I mean, uh, Hurley and Leitner were really young the year we blew them out. Um, but the next year. Um, Grant Hill was good, and then Greg. They fouled when they fouled Greg out. That was our issue yep. uh, going forward. And then they called that foul on me against Leitner, and it wasn't a foul. Hey, uh, that's what I said. Them boys with them stripes took over. Right, right. So, so you know, the, the, go ahead. So there's there's also discussion over the number two. Mm-hmm. Why UNLV players when they go to the to to the NBA <laughs> all wear number two? Um, so before Tark, before Tark left, he, we all got together and said, before Larry got drafted, uh, number one overall, and we just made a pack. Whoever make it to the to the league in this group, we're gonna wear number two because number Tark wore number two at Fresno, and that's why we all wear number two when we got to the league. And that's the story. <laughs> that's he wore the story. For Coach Tark. So Coach Tark wore number two at Fresno, even though he Love was a it. terrible basketball player. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you said he was a terrible basketball player. Terrible. <laughs> really. But he he knew how to coach. But uh, when it comes to hooping, hooping, he wasn't very good. But he wore number two. You guys, he wore number two, and that's why um, 
all of our all of our, everybody wore number two when they got to the league. He showed, was available. He showed y'all his film. Yeah, we actually found it. It was grainy. <laughs> Br- bruh. He, it was grainy. They he, was balling. Back then, he was wearing like that, shorts with belts. Oh, I know. <laughs> yes. Oh, I know. I know. Trust me. Yeah, I know. Trust shorts me. with the belt. I yeah. was like, what? What, kind of, what is that? Well, he wore but the yeah, short was, shorts. Dukes. Yeah, recruiting. Here's the deal. I mean, I thought you wanted me to tell a story. Um, about recruiting, recruiting trips, but um, and oh, we can recruiting. do that next week, bro. We can. Do- <laughs> I got eight. Hey, hey, I'll tell you the story next week. I I took out headache. Headache was my headache. Smith was my. Um, I took him out in Vegas, and that's a whole another story. Where did you it take was him? The most stressful recruiting weekend ever. Where Where did you take him, sir? I t- so I tell you this. <laughs> uh, we took him to the horse. Crazy horse. Uh huh. Um, he he got real handsy. Uh-huh. You can't get you can't get handsy with the ladies, right? And um, we took him there, and um, you know when you when you have you have recruits, and uh, you guys know that you know the school gives you money. Um, so we give him the money for the recruits. We take him in there. Um, people make some some people from the basketball office make a phone call to the horse, the owner. Of, so back then, there's nothing's corporate back then. There was one person that owned owned something, VP. Yep. And you can just call somebody. You know, this kid is seventeen, eighteen. You know, so we just you know go through the back and then <laughs> give him his money, throw his one. Don't touch the girls. I go sit by the bar because I don't like strip clubs. To be honest, I don't really like them. That, that is a statement of truth. I can I can vouch for that. I'm with you on that. I right. can vouch for that. Right. You know. Uh, right. So. so <laughs> well. So, but I got some more stories. It's hilarious, though. It's just, well, Ev, this is – we've been trying to get – like, we got to get you regular again because we'll come on every week. And then he, he started winning state titles in, in, in Utah, and he gets too big for us. And then you have to – you have to, you know, then it's A.U. We're going to D.C., man. We do, so we're going to Tournament of Champions in D.C. playing at Georgetown on ESPN. So. When? Uh, uh, April 4th through the 8th. Okay, okay. Let me know. All right. I mean, I thought maybe I just you let you know. Well, I mean, I were you, you streaming? Know, well, why would I have to hear it on the air? You, this is the thing you're supposed to tell because me. They just, they just released it today. I couldn't say anything. Okay. Oh, congratulations, man. That that's big time. All right. Well, good stuff yeah. in in that. And then Ev, here's the other thing. Like we'll get we'll huh. get back to. I think I'm gonna get back to like one on one show at some point. And so we'll yeah. get you back in the reg- regular rotation as well. DP, DP, I got another great story, but I, I'll save it. it was the, the, the police and the oh. and the hospital was involved in this recruiting visit. Oh. That, see, that, that's the best. Like, no, no, you got to tell that story right now. We're giving you 10 minutes. Go ahead and start. <laughs> you said, look, right, so never in the history have you heard police report, hospital, and a recruiting story. That's the greatest lead ever. Go ahead and tell me the story. Uh, I thought that was a teaser, but here we go. So – this wasn't even my recruit, like, but um, I hung out with them before. It was a big kid from Chicago, um, and this was not even Tarkshire. This is Massimino. This is when, you know, Massimino got the job. We was trying to get this big kid from Chicago. He was from out of JC, and I get a phone call about one in the morning because I was a captain. I think I was supposed to be captain off the floor and on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about that? I'm like, anyways. Yeah. So I get the <laughs> phone call. It's freaking out. So they was at a party. And he smoked something with somebody that was late with something. Ooh. So the kid was freaking out. And they call me, 
Ev, what do we do? We need your help. I got to take him to the hospital. I'm like, take him to Sunrise. Sunrise is the one with, you know, Tupac and everybody go. That's what. So I, I got the I got the Sunrise, and I had to cover this up. So I went to all the nurses. I went to the doctors and the police. I'm like, because I had a little name, you know, from from UNLV. And if it was camera phones back then, you'd be, oh, oh, my God. Oh, yes. But anyway, yeah, so actually I had to talk. I said, hey, doc, just, I did some old mafia stuff, like some Frank Lucas stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, this don't get out. This cannot get out. Went to the police. This cannot get out. This is not good for the new coaching staff coming in. This cannot get out. And then I told all the nurses, hey, this cannot get out. And they kind of got it. They kind of they got it. And the kid kind of almost not made it, D. Like, it was bad. It, like, it would have been so bad for us at that time. And this is and UNLV. Like, <laughs> the FBI was on us. The FBI was following right. you know, It was all types of stuff. Oh, One of these days, I should write a book. But the FBI was following us, taking pictures, <laughs> all types of stuff. You got to realize, D.P., you remember the one year, the year we won it, the FBI snatched uh, Stacy, Stacy Augman, and Jeter off the plane because they couldn't play. Um, and so we have to deal with a bunch of stuff, and that it goes back to this Alabama situation. How uh, that kid is pretty mentally strong to be dealing what he's dealing with. Um, and that lady, that girl, so um, that's tragic that she lost her life. But we were going through a lot of stuff because they was pulling FBI was pulling dudes off the plane, said you can't play tonight. And that's a true story, Bruh, It's it's so every so so full disclosure. So when I was in Utah, um, Ev and I ever would fill in for Ron Boone. So my show was with Ron Boone, but Boone would go on the road with the Utah Jazz, and then whenever he was on, whenever it was a road game or a road trip, Everick would sit in um, for that. And then when we got an ABA and CBA, Everick was actually with the organizations I was with. So Everett and I ran together, and we did all this stuff. And the stories that Everett – and first of all, Everett talks about how funny, I, how silly I am. Everett's one of the funniest people I've ever met in my whole life, but he's also one of the best people. And it, 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 that's hard to, to, to make it through UNLV mm-hmm. and the league and all the stuff you have to go through and still be a decent human being. So I, I from the text line – uh, Everick, I need to read this to you because there, we have text listeners that asked if you could break down uh, who Headache Smith is, and I know who he is. What? Yes, they asked who he no, is. Listeners don't know. So Headache this this is from uh, this is one I regular. You, you want me to break it down a little? This bit? is one. Yeah, give so give the the elevator pitch. This is from uh, he's one of our listeners, P. Campai. He says, "Hey, DP, can you lay out for all of us the headaches? Who Headache Smith is? Now I know who he is. Bach, do you know who he is? Do you know the name Kenny? Do you know the name?" This is what like literally we could do a whole show on Headache Smith, like we oh, could yeah, do absolutely like okay so Ev, give the elevator pitch on who edit and the fact that he was being re- recruited by UNLV, but I, I give you the story. Here's here's the story though, dude. It's hilarious. It's part of Tarkin's story too. So <laughs> I take headache, I take headache out. Tark come to me. Hey, you got headache tonight? I'm like, all right, seven headache Smith. So take him out. He does his thing. Get a couple spots. Take him to dinner. And um, the rest is history. Two years later, he point shaves at Arizona State. He ended up signing with Arizona State. It was a big point, point shaving scandal at Arizona State because of Headache Smith, um, listeners. He was having seven Headache Smith was a reason why I think Frieder got fired at Arizona State. Mm-hmm. And it was a mess. So he got – how bookies get you is that once, you, once they get you one time, 
they got you forever mm -hmm. because all they're going to do is go snitch on you and they're going to make you force you to um to shave points um but that's the headaches steven's headaches but the, here's the crazy part dp my junior year when all that stuff started coming out tart comes to me is like eh, thank god we didn't get that kid <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious how you said it but uh yes that it messed his career up he was a borderline NBA player if he didn't do all that stuff but he was uh he got caught point shaving you can look it up at Arizona State he ended up signing with Arizona State and um I, I remember the scandal I remember I just didn't know his name was Headaches man but now we know why right his nickname like his Headache. mother knew his mother yeah. knew so, <laughs> so I gotta ask you this was that his government name or was that his street name? yeah Hedek. that was his street name it was actually well he was spelled it was spelled H-E-D-A-K-E so yeah, some people would say Hadaki, but headache. Oh, but they was just saying headache. Head, headache. Okay, yeah, I remember. <laughs> I, I, I remember the scandal. I just didn't know that the guy's name was Headache. Look, I. This is why. So again, especially during the pandemic and everything, Everett would come on, and we would just leave. Now, I mean, he could still talk Nebraska basketball with the, with the best of them. He knows the game. He uh, he sends recruits to to, to Nebraska. Uh, again, they don't sign any of them, and it really upsets me and bothers me because Everett can coach. Like he knows what's required. I think he and Fred together would be amazing. But that's just me using basketball IQ. Everett knows the game. He knows sports. He knows the 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 all the business that goes on beyond the game. And then. He has, somehow has, has has turned himself into one of the best high school basketball coaches and AAU coaches in the country, and he knows I don't give this I don't give it that freely, but I love the dude because he's always been there for me. He always stood up for me. He always rallied when I called. Man, I love you. I appreciate you. I'm gonna book you. We'll we'll do it again next week, man. We'll set it up in advance right. once we get to that trip and we can talk about that trip to DC. Okay, all right. Stay black. I'll talk to you. <laughs> Appreciate you, brother. <laughs> yeah, Ev is. Um, I mean, he's just one of my like he came, they, he brought in a, a AAU team to Omaha, and he and Myron Sims, who played uh, here locally at JUCO before he went to Utah State, they came in and hung out with us. Ev and Strick are boys; they know each other from from that space. But Everick, his older brother, played football at UNLV, '88, mm. uh, I believe. Okay. Um, could play. Played with. Uh, it might have been a little bit early because he played with Randall, Randall Cunningham. Cunningham. He played with Randall Cunningham. Um, but Ev, you know, he told the story of uh, being. He 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 came home from a basketball tournament. His mom said, "Yeah, some people called you today uh, from Texas somewhere talking about uh, baseball." And he, she was like, "Well, from where?" And she said, "I think his his last name was Houston." <laughs> he had been drafted by the Astros, and they called. <laughs> oh, so, so imagine, and imagine, like when you're having Travis and Austin in here. So guys that size. So Everett was uh, California's number top ranked receiver for two years. So imagine six, six and a half, be, 220 wow. pounds playing wide receiver back in the day in high school. Like he would have been LeBron-esque at, at playing mm -hmm. playing this game. And then they would have turned him into a tight end. And Everett could have gotten a league. But Everett could throw. Everett could pitch. And you imagine a six-foot-seven dude who's athletic just throwing bombs at you. That's Everett.
That's Everett. He's a really good athlete, really good person. He's the athletic director at a, at a school, at a high school in, in Salt Lake City. Nice. And he's doing his thing, and he's got good folks out there. All right, so we'll close out because we've got to turn it over uh, to the folks at Westwood One. But I'll ask um, the, the top story for you, spring, spring practice, what are you looking for? Like what's going to make you be able to say, I feel good about – Nebraska football. What I'm basically looking for is uh, it's a new scheme on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. So I want to see if the guys have been studying. Um, are they able to to communicate and play fast? Again, it's all new, mm-hmm. so it's going to take time. You know, you can be in in a classroom or walkthroughs all you want mm-hmm. until you do it live or, and see it live. You know, you don't you don't know what you're going to get. So I'm interested to see uh, the three three five, who they put where, mm-hmm. and can they do it? As a corner, just going from from what Nebraska run to this unique three three five, does it change corner play? No. Does it change nickel responsibility? It'll change the nickel, and it'll change the outside linebacker. It'll change their play. Does it require more physical play from the safeties? Yes. Right? So they'll have to change, and they'll have to play more of of an Iowa-Wisconsin force, 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 uh, but still be uh, open to that. Edge setters, from what you know to be be in play, and again, you're missing a big returning piece Mm -hmm. uh, in that, but – Edge setters in this three three five. What's required of them? They got to be football players. Got to be football players. They got to be tough. They got to be physical. So Man. it's going to be interesting to watch. Man, I think, like I said, and and I think the real thing is, I'm not real sure that any fan is going to leave spring game April twenty second happy, because no matter what happens, the other side of it is, eh, that's a big that, that's a question. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't know. So, Kenny, thank you. Well done, thank kind you, sir. Brother. And I know, so you're here to, You're here Friday? You're tomorrow. with us Friday? You're here tomorrow. tomorrow, but not Friday. All right, so we'll be at Buffalo Wings Rings tomorrow. Come on down. 10 o'clock, we'll be there all day. Come on in and hang out with Bach. Thank you for doing what you do, kind Absolutely. sir. Thanks, Greatly Bach. appreciate it. Good stuff. Y'all be good to each other and yourselves. Make somebody smile today. Yes, sir.